Welcome to the 359. I'm Roger Chang. I'm Maya Zaktar. 5G promises to radically change our lives, giving us lightning fast connection and potentially powering everything around us. But there's always been a lingering concern about 5G and, and cellular signals in general. And mm-hmm. it's really the concern about whether or not this stuff is actually dangerous. After all, it uses higher frequency radio airwaves. 5G in particular will require a lot more cell towers around you. That's making people really nervous. Uh, so we had our own Maggie Reardon break down this issue. And, well, it's complicated. Um, technically, all, I mean, all of this is radiation. Really, any heat that we give off is considered radiation. But cell signals, including 5G, don't fall into that spectrum of uh, harmful radiation that would actually break down your, your cells, something like something you'd find with an X-ray or in a nuclear power plant. Um, and so no studies found a direct link between cell phones and cancer uh, or, or reduced fertility or any other kind of health issues. But, and this is a big but, is that the World Health Organization sort of left open the possibility that RF signals are carcinogenic, and critics say that there just haven't been enough adequate studies to prove that link. I mean, it's science. So, like, you need a lot of studies. You need to have different variables taken out of the equation. You can't just be like, okay, all we're going to do is you're going to be subject to 5G waves as opposed to Wi-Fi, microwaves, or any of those other items, or even other people who are radiating heat. So there's lots of different factors on this. So it's just flat out science. It's going to take a lot of time to figure this out. By the time it's figured out, 6G will be here. Right. So I think that's the big problem. I think this is an issue we've had with cell cell phone service Mm -hmm. in general. We don't have a 5G network to test this on. By the time we do have the network to get those adequate tests, we're already years into 5G exposure. Uh, and, and, and everyone sort of moved on, right? And so, yeah, there really isn't, sorry to say there isn't a clear answer as to whether or not it's dangerous. Um, we, yeah, we only know that it might be. Yeah, it's, but I maybe think, not. I'm leaning towards probably as dangerous as 4G. Right, maybe not. right. Assuming 4G is dangerous, that's the thing. Right. We, the no studies have really conclusively linked 4G to anything. Uh, to anything. And so, again, I said the World Health Organization has left that open, calls it a, a potentially carcinogenic material, but they also say coffee and pickled vegetables. And I've also heard burnt ends can cause uh, yeah, bee carcinogens. There's all kinds of different things that can be related to cancer or at least be connected to it. Right. Uh, next up, YouTube may face fines from investigation by the Federal Trade Commission. According to the Washington Post, uh, YouTube is already reconsidering changing big elements of the service, including the algorithm that recommends what you watch next. It's part of this bigger debate and scrutiny over the you know how it manages its content and whether what, what the balance is between you know freedom of speech versus uh, potentially harmful content. Yeah, in this particular case, it's talking about the child, this, the COPA law, where it comes yeah. to collecting data from children under 13 without parental consent. Uh, the FTC had an issue with uh, TikTok. TikTok did musically, and they actually settled for a, a fine of $5.7 million, which at the time right. was the largest fine that would be settled if the FTC is looking into YouTube and they have to figure out kind of some kind of settlement, assuming there's some kind of violation of this law. Yep. This kind of settlement might be very, 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 very large. Yes. I mean, five, if, yeah, 5.7 is a drop in the bucket for uh, for YouTube. Obviously, TikTok's a smaller company. It's Much probably smaller. a bigger blow for them. But yeah, you can imagine this fine would be a lot more significant. Um Lastly, an MIT study out says that it can use AI to figure out how a pizza is made. Ice, can you break down how this would even work? Yeah. So with this, with this, uh, it's using neural networks, and what it does is taking this giant collection of images of, of pizzas from Instagram. Mm-hmm. What this uh, 
tool can do is it can deconstruct a pizza from layer to layer to layer to layer. So it can figure out the topping, the cheese, the sauce, and the way it was the mm. actual crust was cooked. So that seems a little bit nuts. And I was looking yeah. into what other applications there are. In the study, they mentioned this could be good for salads, hamburgers, sandwiches, <laughs> but other applications outside of food would be digital fashion shopping assistants. So figuring out, okay. hey, what's that shirt under that blazer? What's that t-shirt you're wearing under that shirt? Scary, but also useful. Potentially. Potentially. All right, for more of these stories, check us out on CNET. I'm Roger Chang. I'm Maya Zaktar. Thanks for listening.